0: Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
1: All right, so let's uh, transition now over to your Twitter questions. We're getting a lot of these now, and you guys have been asking some really great questions over on Twitter for this mailbag segment. And I know, Brian, this is your favorite part of the show. We get to to address the things that uh, are bugging the fans, And, and this one is always... You know, this is a name that you're always going to hear asked about. uh, But AJ Navarro is asking, "Any truth to the Julio rumors?" And I, I, I don't know that they're Julio rumors as much as it's just there's betting odds out there, and the Cowboys are one of the top favorites, probably because people look at it and go, "They didn't get better at receiver. They lost Amari Cooper." It's just Vegas hedging a little bit. Uh, But personally, you know, without having been told flat out, like, no, no interest in Julio at all it just doesn't strike me like the move they'd make, especially while their whole issue right now through uh, these OTA and minicamp practices were like, we need to get healthy at receiver. And I think the last thing you'd want is somebody who honestly has more frequent injury issues than Tyron Smith and Julio Jones.
2: Yeah, it's a really great name. And a, if you go back and you can YouTube highlights all you want and see some brilliant play from a, you know, a guy at one time was, one of the best in the league. And, you know, nobody over at the Cowboys has told me, Bobby, I don't know, maybe somebody has told you, you know, no on Julio Jones. I will say this, though. I kind of feel like the first week of training camp, maybe the first 10 days of training camp, they're going to evaluate where they're at at wide receiver. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's going to take the Denver Bronco uh, preseason game one to kind of figure this out. But if they go out there and they don't feel like that they're going to have their receiving core in the right shape going into the season, I would not be surprised to see them make a move. Now, is it pick somebody up off the street? Is it trade for somebody with surplus? I, I, but the one thing that Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones have proven over the years is they will allocate resources, whether it's cash or picks to get wide receivers. You know, that's one thing that does not give Jerry Jones any sleepless nights. So if they, if you and I are watching practice and all of a sudden it's like none of these receivers are stepping up and we're starting to hear word that Michael Gallup isn't going to be ready for three weeks and all that, you know, or Washington's falling by the wayside or Noah Brown's not doing anything, you know, or Tolbert's really, really struggling. and He can't stay healthy in practice. I have a feeling they'll go out and get a receiver. Now, whether it's Julio Jones, uh, I don't think so. We'll see. But I wouldn't be surprised if they wouldn't made a deal for a guy if they had to.
1: Brandon asks, name one starter on each side of the ball that should be pushed with competition to evaluate their role. He says, I'll start. Jalen Tolbert, they need to find out what he can do ASAP. And Neville Gallimore, because it's time to uh, emoji or get off yeah. the pot. Yeah. Uh, and so my name's here. I, I mean, honestly, I I am interested in giving Matt Farniak a chance to push Tyler Biotish. And I think that they are, while Biotish is, is a good player, I think, I think that he does have some limitations, uh, specifically in, in the pre-snap quarterbacking of the line. And then on the defensive side of the ball, uh, I, I'd like to see a really robust open competition at corner, you know, find out what you have in these young corners that you've picked and And determine if, you know, hey, it's time to move on from Jordan Lewis, or we've got a better option than Anthony Brown. So in general, I'd just say the cornerback room as a whole, and then your center at Tyler Biotish, uh, what side of the, what positions would you be looking at there?
2: Well, I'm going to look at that left guard spot, because again, you know, you drafted Tyler Smith, you know, and and, and in the OTAs and minicamps and stuff like that, you know, it was Connor McGovern. I, I think that this is this is just fascinating to me that Connor McGovern got opportunities to start last year and then was once again replaced and then put back in the lineup again. You know, and then they drafted a guy that they said, Well, he's gonna play on the left side, he's gonna play a guard, he's gonna play tackle, well, you know, whatever. I I'm I'm man, it's kinda of like the three technique thing to me. You know, why are you moving guys or you know, to – why you why you moving Chauncey and to three technique? Do you not trust the defensive tackles? You don't trust those three technique tackles? So, I think that – I think those are the two spots. Left guard, three technique. Tell me what's going on at those spots. Maybe that's where – you know, the whole thing with his question about was with Neville Gallimore. Yeah. But I, I, I agree. I agree. And I, I like what you're saying. I, I like what you're saying about that – about that corner spot. Because – it's, it's one of those things where, you know, right now we haven't talked a bunch about Deron Bland very much or anything no. like that, but we haven't talked about – I know your guy, your guy – Isaac uh, Taylor Stewart. Isaac Taylor Stewart. Yeah, I mean, we haven't talked a lot about those guys, but maybe we'll get in camp and we'll be doing these shows and it's like, oh, hey, they got this guy. It looks like, boy, this guy's having a good day. And, you know, all it takes is putting together – two, three really good weeks if you're an undrafted guy or somebody like that or, or, or just a, a veteran guy who's been in the league for a couple of years on practice squads to push for a roster spot if you show up.
1: Yeah, and it, I do think that – in fact, I know they're they're really encouraged by Deron Bland and the way he yeah. looked in some of these practices. So I do think they are encouraged by him. Nashawn Wright's been banged up. Um, he hasn't really gotten a chance to practice the way they wanted to, and obviously uh, there are so many layers to the Kelvin Joseph future and and mm-hmm. what things mean there. Um, I honestly, I think if they felt better about Kelvin Joseph, I think they would have moved on from one of Anthony Brown or Jordan Lewis this offseason. Yeah. and the fact that they didn't, I, I think, is an indictment uh, on that front. Um, okay, uh, we get a question from uh, the Pragmatic Vetter who says, "Will Pollard be the?" Th- permanent third down back which I think is funny because it it seems to insinuate that you know Pollard was their their main guy or or was getting a lot of that and is that just going to be what he's limited to or maybe he's asking will he move into that role but last year uh I want you to just guess for me Brian how many carries do you think Tony Pollard got on third down last year I'm
2: going to say it's less than 20.
1: You'd be right he got eight he had eight yeah. carries on third down. Well, I was
2: thinking, I was trying to think of maybe one or two a game, but yeah, okay, this is the problem, permanent third down back. Permanent third down back doesn't always get the ball thrown to him or handed to him, Yeah, you know? Permanent third down back picks up blitzes, okay? That's the problem. If you're a third down back in the NFL, yeah, they hand you the ball very rarely. They, they sometimes throw you the ball on screens. But there's a lot of times, too, where you're picking up blitzing linebackers. You're picking up stunt defensive ends. You're picking up safeties or corners coming through. If you can't do those things or are not capable of doing those things, they're not going to put you out there. That's why they don't take Elliott off the field all that often. Yeah, Because at least he steps up and hits guys. Now, there's been some times where he's been smoked, too. You know, yep. he got run over or knocked aside or whatever. But to be the permanent third down back, watch Blitz pickup ratios. And those third down backs are the ones handling all that. They're just I, I wouldn't be surprised if if you talk about Pollard coming into the game and with Elliott there as well, and him taking out a tight end or taking out one of these receivers. I can see him doing that.
1: I wouldn't – and we did not see a lot of this at OTAs or minicamps, so I'm not tipping anything. If you're listening to Cowboys PR, I'm not violating any rules because I didn't see this. Uh, it's just more my my thought process. I feel like with CD going outside, Gallup likely playing a lot outside, and some of the uncertainty at the, the third position um, – and with Tolbert and Washington both being able to play some outside receiver in addition to playing some inside, I think that you are going to see a lot more Tony Pollard lining up in the slot as a receiver. I think there are going to be absolutely times where he's playing basically the the slot receiver position. I'm talking about not just in third down situations where they're spreading the field. I could see scenarios where they are lining up on first down, and he is lining up in the slot, not being motioned out there and just standing out there and taking the reps, I mean, personally. No,
2: I think you're right. I mean, because, again, permanent third down back picks up blitzes. Tony Pollard, not that Ezekiel Elliott's the best at it, but he picks it up better than Tony Pollard.
1: He, he uh, And last year he got a little – he had more problems with it than he had in the past. But, yeah, he, Zeke used to be very, very good at it. Um, and yeah. I, think he, I think he's still – better than league average but yeah he's not he's not quite been the same doing that as he had in the past similar offshoot from that question brent is asking do you envision zeke still getting the lion's share of carries this year circa first half of 2021 or more of an even split with tony pollard i just don't believe that as long as pollard and zeke are on this roster at the same time that pollard will ever get the majority of the snaps and and i think both are probably entering their last year with the cowboys and so I, I don't think we're ever going to see Tony Pollard as a full-time running back here in Dallas. Yeah,
2: 2023, get ready for Tony Pollard ending up at Miami or, you know, one of these other places, you know, uh, Carolina. I don't know. I mean, Carolina, they've got the – you know, they've got the that back there. Watch them go to San Francisco. I, I just – you watch, know, watch. I just don't think that – you know, everybody's like thinking, oh, Pollard, 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 Pollard. I – they haven't proven that to me yet. You know what I mean? It – it would have to be. It would have to be something that shocking that they would put Pollard in and let him have more carries than Zeke. It's it just. It would be shocking to me. It would
1: be. I did, I'm telling you, watch. He goes off to like Kyle Shanahan or Sean McVay. San or Francisco of these
2: Rams. The well, Rams got river, but Denver. I mean, you know, he'll end up some. Green Bay, somewhere.
1: He's going to be one of these guys that he gets used and everybody's going to go, ah, told y'all. That'll be one that the fans were right about when he gets used more prominently elsewhere.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road.
1: Why are the faults of Kellen Moore not being discussed via local radio, national radio, and the front office more? But Mike McCarthy has to do something no coach has done in 26 years after having a 12-5 and season. I do think – I think there's been a lot of criticism of Kellen Moore, uh, especially much more than is normal for what was a number one ranked offense, and I think it's fair to criticize him on that front. Um, But – I think it's just it's probably a little overshadowed by the fact that the head coach is clearly on the hot seat, and that's going to be a, a bigger question. But look, make no mistake; I think that if this year goes poorly, they're both gone.
2: Yeah, I this guy or gal? I'm sorry what was it? what was it? stargazer?
1: Title? I think it's a I think it's a guy.
2: Okay, man. Every day, I, I, I apologize.
1: Twitter, they're in their bio. She, her, so that that is uh, she. She says that.
2: Okay. I'm sorry, ma'am. I mean, uh, two to seven every day, Monday through Friday. Bobby belts on. What time are you on with us, Bob? Five, five twenty,
1: 520.
2: 520. 5.20. I mean, we we there's not a day that goes by on our radio show that we don't talk about Kellen Moore, the and how if one fails, the other's likely to fail, and then they're both gone. I mean, I, I'm sorry. I when I hear that, it makes me laugh. But I appreciate you listening to our our podcast here, and I'm glad you got your question answered. But if Kellen Moore fails, Mike McCarthy's going to have to step in. If he fails, then they're both gone. That's just – because if they both fail, then this team's failed, and then you're probably not going to have a winning season. And Jerry Jones doesn't have time for not a winning season.
1: This is an interesting hypothetical from John Nelson – He says, you can select any current player under contract and no salary capped impact to play for the Cowboys in 2022. Who would it be and why? So, man, that's a good question. You Uh, taking one
2: of those rushers and just putting it right in?
1: No, I'm taking one of these quarterbacks. I'm I'm (laughs) uh, I'm taking one of these left tackles. Are you? That I don't have to worry about Tyron Smith. Um, you know Trent Williams gets banged up too, but yeah. Uh, I mean, would it be center if you got if you got a real all pro type of center? You really wouldn't take a quarterback, a quarter or a corner, quarterback. Quarterback? No. Why are you trying to always? You and everybody else are always trying to replace my quarterback. <laughs> no, you
2: wouldn't. You wouldn't take. You wouldn't take like Joe Burrow or. Okay. No, no, no,
1: no. Honestly, okay. Look, so under this hypothetical, I'm going to operate under the assumption that you're talking about one year, and that in 2023, oh, I got to return back to normal. I asked you about defensive So, end. so give me some stability on the offensive line while Tyler Smith grows into his own. You figure what you figure out what you're doing. Uh, I don't know who's uh, who. Would we say uh, what center? Would, you take of these
2: wide receivers. You take. Would you take Chase?
1: I could take a, a wide receiver, but I need to know that Dak's going to have more than a second to throw the ball. Um so I don't know I uh, who would we look at here uh, David Andrews maybe maybe that's the guy that would look at center give me give me like the best center in football Rodney Hudson Frank Ragnow. Yeah. Uh honestly just give me some stability along the offensive line I think every, I uh, don't you agree that like most everything on the offense falls into place as long yeah. as they're blocking
2: No no you're right but
1: man I mean I, I I, you always want to get rid of my quarterback when anyway. Quarterback,
2: when I said quarterback, I knew you were going to blow a gas. Because you want to you know? get
1: you want to get rid of my quarterback, and I'm I'm, I'm tired of saying, it, Brian. <laughs> you have a chance to go get one of those
2: top three guys. I, I maybe would look at that. Yeah,
1: I just I don't know why you're you're just trying to trash my quarterback. You got you and everybody else talking about him like he's like he's Andy Dalton. Remember yeah. all the Andy Dalton's coming for his job. Hey, initially, talk?
2: <laughs> initially I said defensive end, maybe at right end. Yeah, maybe that's.
1: Yeah, and then you started trolling me. So I, I see. <laughs> uh, and we got a couple. To, we got a little bit more time here. Uh, John asks, "What's your projection for Nishan Wright and Israel McQuamu? Do you think they make the team? Any chance they can have a dime package roll? I love their size and length. So I think they knew Nishan Wright was going to take some time to come along, and now he's he's hurt. I don't think Nishan Wright's in jeopardy of being released or anything like that. Uh, right. It's a little too soon for that. Israel McQuamo was a sixth-round pick. I think absolutely could be on the chopping block, especially because Jay Ronkhurst, Donovan Wilson, Malik yeah. Hooker, uh, and then they really like Marquise Tyler Bell. Tyler Coyle. Yeah, Tyler Coyle's had some good practices. Yeah. Marquise yeah. Bell, they like. Deron Bland, who we've already yeah. talked about, they feel he's got some flexibility to play safety. Um, yeah. And so – man i have a tough time seeing israel mcquamu make this team but safety's
2: safety's more likely to be gone over corners because they've got two guys they're really not sure of right now with kelvin joseph and then and then deshaun Wright. so yeah deshaun Wright, deshaun Wright might i I don't know you kind of talk about him maybe uh you know being here but Man, it, you know, I, man, that's, that's a tough one for me. That's a tough
1: one. I, I just think when you talk about a, a guy they invested a third round pick in and a guy that, uh, I believe Dan Quinn went to go see. Um, Absolutely. and, and that was, that was, you went hundred, and saw
2: Kelvin Joseph too.
1: And you saw that even with being an accessory to murder, the guy's still on the team. So I think that speaks to how much they believe. But I think that nashan Wright, uh, Still raw, and I think you know. With they look at him being banged up this offseason, I think they might give him a little bit of a pass. Uh, but it wouldn't last past this year, I don't think. But I think yeah, they they totally believe yeah. in his traits, um, and, and they think that he can contribute eventually. But yeah, it's it's. I think it's going to be a no on his room with Cuomo. I'd be very surprised if he makes the roster. Uh, but Deron Bland, I think he's got maybe. A year left. Uh, all right. Well, that does it. I think for us here on the Love the Star podcast, we got a bunch of questions. I'll probably need to bank some of these for next time because you guys asked so many questions this time around. Uh, but Brian, uh, I appreciate it as always, and uh, look forward to us doing again doing this again on Friday.
2: Sounds good, there, Bobby. Appreciate it, man.
1: We'll talk to you guys next time.